welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spin-off series, The Casa Grandes, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 9 of Casa Grande Chats, and we have a very packed episode today to talk about all of the Loud House and the Casa Grande episodes and news, and of course the uh, review of the Living with Casa Loud comic, but today I'm actually not alone in talking about all this stuff with the Loud House universe. I have a very, very special guest with me today. This person also does a Casa Grande podcast as well and is a huge Cascarande fan like myself and this has been a long time coming so I'm very excited to have this person on. It's Sarin of Cascarande Chill Out Sessions. Welcome to my podcast Sarin. I'm happy to be here. Um, I thought about interrupting your intro there but nah. <laughs> that's okay if you want to totally fine um so Sarin, uh probably there's probably a lot of people out there who don't know who you are i mean if you don't know who uh Sarin is i'd like i'd like you to do, give a little introduction about yourself tell everybody out there who you are and what you do and things like that well i run as you said the casa grande chart sessions which this is the final episode for my for my show till 2020 um but i also on top of this i do a music show i do some gaming videos i do a lot of different things to fill in the content between episodes yeah he does a lot of stuff you should definitely check out his youtube page and all the stuff that he does because his podcast is also really great i listen to all of his episodes really good and of course he's a huge casagrande fan like myself and we were also on the fan pages uh the, the loudhouse fan pages casagrande stream a long time ago with wyoming parmesan aka nat my best friend so that was a lot of fun but i've been wanting to have Sarin in my podcast for a very long time so this is this is a great thing for both of us having this Casa Grande podcast crossover. It's like the Loud House of the Casa Grande crossover. It's like the big crossover event having both of us on a podcast together talking about the Casa Grandes, you know? Yep. It's like the Avengers Who. This is the crossover we've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited to be talking about some Casa news with Sarin today. Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the louds, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Tio Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pet Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. So with the news coming out today, let's talk about the Loud House first. And there's some things I forgot to mention on my podcast the last time, was, which is the first thing I wanted to mention is that Tex Heyman, the, the, the recent voice of Lincoln, is not Lincoln Loud anymore. A couple of weeks ago, we got some news that he is not going to be Lincoln anymore. His voice is changing. So we're getting another Lincoln Loud, uh, another voice actor for Lincoln, which I was kind of upset about because I thought that, you know, with season five, we, were, we heard that the characters were going to be moving up a grade. So I thought that maybe, oh, they're not going to change Lincoln's voice, but now that they're replacing Tex again, or they're replacing Lincoln again and getting another Lincoln voice actor, it's like, oh, I guess they're not aging up the character. So how do you feel about them replacing Lincoln again and getting another Lincoln voice actor? Well, I'm obviously sad that Tex is leaving, but I have a, I have a thing that maybe his voice will change, but Texas doesn't fit the bill. Hmm. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I know his mother said that his voice was changing. So, I mean, if we do get the next Lincoln Loud voice actor, which is going to be the fourth voice for him, well, technically the fifth, because in the pilot, he had a, a different voice. And then we had Grant Palmer, Colin Dean, and now Tex, and now there's going to be a fourth officially. Maybe in season five, or if we get Casa Grande season two, because we know Lincoln's going to be in the Casa Grandes, they might, you know, not change Lincoln again. So we'll keep 
the uh, we'll keep the new Lincoln. Like I don't know when we'll get the new Lincoln voice actor because Tex recorded all the way to season four and into season five, and I don't know how many episodes of season five Tex recorded. But uh, maybe maybe the new Lincoln voice actor might appear in the Casagrandes first because you know we don't know uh, how long the Casagrandes have been recording for a while, so. Maybe, or even if they bring back the podcast again, because we know there's supposed to be a Casa Grande podcast, but if they bring back Listen, Listen Out Loud, because text was introduced in the podcast when they had it, so maybe the new one will be introduced in the podcast too, but we don't know yet, so it is sad that Tex is leaving, but, you know, this has been happening for a while. We've had three Lincoln voice actors, and, you know, with other shows too, like, you know, Gumball had six voice actors, Arnold had six voice actors, so, you know, it's nothing really new, it, that's just show business for you. Yeah. And then, uh, I want to talk about how, um, some of the original people working on The Loud House have actually left, like, Girl Jordan actually left a while ago, and some other people have left the show, too, which is kind of upsetting, because, you know, like, Girl Jordan was a very important part of the show, she did, she did a lot of episodes in The in the Loud House, and then she moved over to The Loud House movie, which, yes, The Loud House movie is still happening, um, but it is kind of upsetting that some of the original people working on the crew have left and are going off to do other stuff, so how do you feel about some of the original people working on the main show, and you know going off to do other things well i i wish them the best because maybe it just wasn't a, wasn't a fit for them anymore and they found a better thing for them but uh i actually didn't know girl jordan was was uh based off a crew member until it was brought up when she left yeah because even her and boy jordan both have versions of themselves in the show like a uh, boy jordan has been mentioned a while but girl jordan has been established as a character so yeah she was definitely she was uh based off of Jordan so it's kind of upsetting now that she left so it's like is girl Jordan gonna stay in the show though I don't know I have a feeling she will I have a feeling she will yeah yeah and then uh then we get to talk about how Nickelodeon and Netflix actually have a deal now so Nickelodeon is finally getting into the streaming game which I think is great because you know we had Rocco and Invader Zim on Netflix the two specials this year which I both which I love both of them as well I'm not a huge Invader Zim fan but I do like Enter the Forpus and I loved Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling um so now to hear that Nickelodeon and Netflix are having a deal because I know that Nickelodeon, not Nickelodeon, uh, Netflix uh, UK actually has The Loud House on Netflix, but for the US, they don't have it, so, and I've been hearing a bunch of things about, like, how Nickelodeon was going to get into streaming, but to know that they actually have a deal with Netflix now, where they're going to, like, you know, produce probably original content or revivals of other shows, like, we know that the, the Loud House movie was going to be on Netflix anyway, so to know that maybe we'll get a bunch of new content from Nickelodeon will be cool, like, I, I, when I read the article, they said something about, like, how either, I, I know they're going to have Loud House on Netflix, but they're not going to have the Casa Grandes? Uh, I, I guess maybe because it's still new? Maybe? I don't know. Hold on, hold on. I think I saw, yeah, I think it was, um, I have to scroll up a bit. But I think it's because of the ratings are so good. For the Casa Grandes? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me find it. But yeah, when we talk about that, yeah, the Casagrandes beat the Loud House in ratings, which I still think that's crazy. I never thought that would happen, but that was awesome to know that the Casagrandes are doing so well. But it, I maybe they should at least have it on Netflix because I know people want to watch the show; they don't have cable. But if that's the reason, because the ratings are so good, I guess that's fine for now. I just thought because well, it's still new; it only has eight episodes of the show, so 
I don't know yet. Oh, well, not eight. There's more because the, the new episodes we're talking about later. I, I, I'm sorry. I was recording the horoscope episode recently. And I'm like, oh, yeah, horoscope's episode eight. But then I forgot there's two new episodes of the Casa Grandes after that. So I hope that at least the Casa Grandes gets on Netflix. I mean, the Loud House is. So I don't see why the Casa Grandes can't be on Netflix, you know. I see it happening just down the road. Yeah, and maybe, like, you know, we're getting the Loud House movie on Netflix. Maybe we'll get a Casa Grande special, like a special, like, full-life movie about them, maybe, down the line. One can dream. Yeah, so it is very exciting that Nickelodeon and Netflix are having this deal with all this new content we could get. And some of the shows that are coming out are going to be on Netflix, too. So it'll be good to have all those shows on Netflix. And then uh, I want to talk about how... Um, uh, my friend Ryan on Twitter, you probably know who Ryan is, Ryan W. Mead. Uh, he does a lot of posts on Twitter. He talked about how Mike Ruber was actually, uh, recently in one of the episodes, he was changed from co-executive producer to executive producer on both shows of The Loud House and The Casagrandes, which I, re I thought that he was executive producer already, but maybe he was, uh, maybe, the, maybe he was co-executive producer, but then they finally updated it, so... That's cool to see that he finally upgraded from co-executive producer to executive producer because I, I knew he was the executive producer of both shows, but maybe it was he was co-executive producer, but then he then he changed to the Riker executive producer. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I mean, and I've, I've always had this sneaking thing in the back of my mind. Are they going to renew the Casa Grandes for any more season? Then I saw that they moved Miguel up. Yes, they and... did. He he is now the creative producer of the Casa Grandes, which that is very exciting because Miguel absolutely deserves that. He is a wonderful guy, and I am so happy for him. I saw they moved him up, and um, I'm like, maybe there is still hope. Yeah, because like obviously now that we know the Casa Grande, the Casa Grandes beat the Loud House in ratings. So after seeing that and all the promotion we have for the show and how much people are liking the show, and of course him moving up. I think there is hope in season two of Casa Grandes. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a renewal like at the beginning of the year. Probably. They might They might do what um, I think it was Miraculous. I don't watch the show, but I do keep up with it. Mm -hmm. I think Miraculous renewed for five and six, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yep. And, and the movie, actually. Oh, okay. So they, they did a two-season plus movie renewal. Yes, so they're having two seasons in the movie, yeah. So I'm not sure with Casa Grandes because when The Loud House premiered, it did so well that season two and three were renewed like right around season one when it was premiering. So again, I'm not sure with the Casa Grandes, like how many seasons they have planned of the show because obviously we've only had like, what is it like now, like 12 episodes of the show, right? Yeah. So we don't know how many, I don't, I, there's supposedly 21 episodes in season one because, you know, there, we had the arc and the arc kind of counts as the Casa Grande's quote unquote pilot. So that's why there's only 21 episodes of season one. So we're not sure if like they're going to renewal. But now that we hear that like some of the crew members like Miguel are moving up to different, you know, positions, I think that is giving us hope in a season two. Yeah. And I think, and they did like what, 20 half hours? So 40 11 minute episodes. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. And then I want to talk about how uh, David King, who is uh, on The Loud House, he actually is going to do a Q&A on Instagram. He was going to do it on Monday, but then he got sick. But then he, he promised that there's going to be a Q&A eventually. I don't know when. But I love when the crew members do these Q&As because, like, 
it's it's great that they reach out to us, you know, when the crew members acknowledge us as fans or like, hey, we'll answer some questions about the show and give you like silly answers. Because I love what David King does then because he has like the greatest answers for all these questions he does. So hopefully he is doing it eventually like with that. And I know recently I talked about how some of the crew members did do a Q&A and drew some of the characters for people requesting that. And I think that's really great. So I love when the people who work on the show acknowledge us and do these fun things for us. It's always fun to see that. They actually care. Yeah, they really do. Like, I have a bunch of people following me from the show on Twitter, of course, so it's just really cool that they care about us, you know? Yeah. And then there was the, the Loud House Casa Grande Thanksgiving seating video that they did. Like, they do some of these, like, little creative videos where they're like, hey, let's, like, pair people up in this, like, little seating chart thing. So they paired up a bunch of people on in the in the like they mentioned the last thanksgiving so they're like hey let's pair up this character and this character and of course they they paired up Lori and bobby and then they paired up like the ronnie and and i really liked how they put ronnie in next to lisa because they're like hey maybe lisa can like teach her how like the the physics of skateboarding which is really cool because it's like I really want to see Ronnie and interact with the Lao sisters. Like, we really need that to happen. Like, that's the one thing I want from the show. So it's like a little hint of that where it's like, maybe Ronnie and Lisa would get along. It's like, oh, yes, I'd like that. Or like, maybe there was that one video where it was like, um, the one where they're like seeing him at school at the lunch tables and they tried to pair up Lynn and Ronnie in together. And I'm like, yes, I want to see this. Give us Ronnie and the Lao sisters. Am I right, Saren? Yeah, that would be honestly. How to Get This Show is my favorite show of all time. That. Yes, we absolutely need that. And I was trying to think of the other pairings they did, but I can't remember. Just the ones that they did with that Ron- one. Ronnie and Lincoln, obviously. Yeah, obviously. you got to have those two together, because if not, we were all riot. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, and then uh, there was also the Life of Ronnie and video that came out, where it was like Ronnie was doing a little, like, you know, uh, she was talking about her life and what she does during her daily life which is you know hang out with Sid and hang out with her family and stuff which I thought was really neat too it's nice that they're still giving us some content from the show even if it's just like let's reuse clips and have like Isabella voice over them and talk about Ronnie and his daily life you know I just thought it was mm-hmm. really cute to have that yeah that that's one of my favorite ones I've done so far I think yeah me too it was just really cute I'd like to see more of that they're just like let's have Ronnie and talk about her life or something like that you know um, and then they had a panel at the CTN Expo, I think it was last week, right? Yeah, the 23rd. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, sadly, they can't record or post videos from those kind of, um, those kind of panels because those are kind of, like, very important, top secret, like, um, expos. Like, cause that was the Animation Expo. That's where you can actually, if you're in, if you're, like, um, like me, you're actually studying animation in college, you can go there and get your portfolio reviewed by the people who work on certain shows. So those kind of expos, they don't really, like, you know, they give away secrets or anything like that. They want to keep it top secret, especially because they had one about the Casagrandes where they talked about how the show was made and stuff. They had all the people who worked on the show there. And it's like, I want to be there, but but they're not going to give us any information because they want to keep it a secret. And they they also had a Casagrande poster giveaway. And I'm like, I want that. I want this poster and all this stuff. It's so cool when they do all these panels and stuff. But like, we can't go to this stuff because it's too far away. It's it's kind of upsetting that we can't see the stuff or get the stuff because it's just too far away for us, you know? Mm-hmm. I would love to have all the posters that they have uh, shown, but nope. 
Yeah, the only thing I have right now, obviously, my friend Ryan has got me a bunch of the Casa Grande stuff they gave away a while back for, like, promotional stuff. Like, he get, he got me the two tote bags, and there's this one huge, like, Casa Grande. It was, like, the apartment building, and it had all the characters inside, but then inside of the box, they had another tote bag, so I have both versions, which I'm thankful for Ryan for getting me that. But I would really like to get the poster, because I've seen the poster, especially the blue poster with Ronnie in the middle. I want that so badly as a poster. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all top-notch posters. Absolutely. And then the last thing I want to mention is today, uh, well, obviously when you listen to this, it'll be after today, but today for Wednesday, the Nickelodeon is having a Casa Grande marathon today. They're showing all the Casa Grande episodes. I mean, not all of them, but like they're showing episodes about the Casa Grandes because I looked at the schedule and the first thing they're actually showing is Relative Chaos, and they're going to show like a bunch of the Casa Grande episodes and then last day's giving us some others. So I think that's really cool. They're doing like a special Casa Grande marathon you know, because the Casa Grandes have, have premiered, and it's kind of neat that they're still, like, promoting the Casa Grandes. Mm-hmm. Not doing, like, other shows, and they're just doing six episodes, then going off with no reruns whatsoever for however long. Yes, yes. So I'm really glad the Casa Grandes are still getting that attention. But, uh, Sorin, is there anything you want to discuss with news? Is there anything I forgot to mention with the news? Being that I haven't really seen a lot of it this week, being that we're on hiatus, I think you covered everything that was at least major. Yeah, because of right now, there's no news about any episodes with the Loud House or the Casta Grandes, because of course December is coming soon. December is the highest month for any show. Well, except Steven Universe. That's the exception right now. Yeah. They're doing one that's saying, hey, we're gonna actually going to have sh- new episodes in December, which is crazy to me. But everything else, nope, we're all on hiatus. We don't know if there's anything's coming until 2020. We don't know if, like, because we know that there's supposed to be a Casta Grande podcast coming out eventually in the future, but we don't know if that's coming out soon or later like i would hope maybe they'll give like let's just hope that they'll give us some content to feed us during the hiatus so we're not like you know waiting desperately for like january even february to come so let's hope they'll at least give us some content or news while we're on hiatus Mm -hmm. so yeah that was all the news to talk about and we're going to take a little break and when we come back we're going to do two topics for our main topic which is the living la casta loud review the the new comic that came out and then the the episode reviews which for the loud house is good sports and jerry antics and for the casa grandes are in the family and finders weepers when we come back with my big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter and mucho amor. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays, they're all fun days when you're with the Casa Grande. Mucha vida. Casa Grande. Bienvenida. Casa Grande. Mucha risa. Casa Grande. All familia. Waking up to the rumbling train, the city sounds that fill my brain. Hit in the street and grabbing my board. It's a big city, so much to explore. Hanging on the block, skating at the park. It's totally fun from dawn till dark. Mercado below me, amiga above. Our Casa Grande is full of love. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Casa Grande, Mocha Risa, 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 Casa Grande, Moc
And we are back to talk about our two main topics, which is the Livia La Costa Lab review and the Loud House and Costa Grande episode reviews. So yesterday, Livia La Costa Loud actually came out, which is the eighth issue of the Loud House comics, which is a Loud House slash Costa Grande comic because the comic is split into two sections. One is for the Loud House and one is for the Casa Grandes. And I think that this comic is the best comic they've done so far. Like, all the stories were really solid. Like, I haven't loved a Loud House comic in a long time since Live Life Loud, and I was disappointed about Family Tree because the Cascarines were in Family Tree, but I felt like their stories were very weak, and then it's been a long time since the Cascarines have officially been back in the Loud House comics because they had two stories that were, like, connected stories with just a simple Loud House story, but now they're like, okay, we're gonna give you a full-on um, comic with the Castagrandes again where they're very where they're featured prominently together so I remember when the, the comic was announced we got the cover by Miguel Puga with Lincoln and Ronnie and the cover I was so excited about this and then we got all the stories with the little castle loud and I saw that Lincoln and Ronnie were going to be featured in two stories together I was so hyped and seeing all the stories again were so exciting um, but Serena I want to ask you first what what's been the highlight for you with this comic? Considering that I've I've only seen pictures of it, so because my my order didn't ship till today of the of the book, so uh, considering I've only seen pictures of it, obviously the highlight of, for me has been the ones with the Casa Grandes in them, every one of them. Me too. From what I've seen, I think, and of course the the three together. Yes, let's talk about that one because that is that is the biggest one. We we all were so happy to get a Lincoln, Ronnie, and, and Sid comic because after we got Horoscope, where it kind of hinted at Sid and Lincoln having some interaction, but they really didn't interact at all. They just kind of saw each other, and that was it. To have an entire comic with these three together, knowing that they're friends, because you know Lincoln and Lincoln is Ronnie's friend, and Sid is Ronnie's friend, and then like you know the way that they're like, oh hey Lincoln, oh hey Sid, it's like it's so cool that all these that all three of them are actually buddies now. It's really, it's really sweet. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, one with them in it, all three of them in it took after, took place after horoscope. I agree. Yeah. Like, I just think it's neat because I talk, I'm going to talk about it in episode 10, which is the Lincoln and Ronnie and story, my Ronikin uh, horoscope, uh, aftermath show where I talk about how, like, I'm really happy that Sid was very accepting of Lincoln being another, uh, a friend of Ronnie and, or especially being, uh, uh, Ronnie's other best friend because I kind of thought that Sid would be kind of skeptical or upset or just be like, oh, you have another best friend? I thought I was your best friend, but it's nice to see that Sid's like just cool with Ronnie and having another best friend. Yeah, and I think they didn't do it like the way you said because that's because it's cl too cliche. That would have been like a normal storyline. Yeah, because I remember when uh, we got that preview of Lincoln, Sid, and Ronnie and together, I first thought it was like, oh, this is going to be from another episode and not from Horoscope, where like, oh, Lincoln and Sid start to hang out, Ronnie and feels left out. But I'm so glad they didn't do that, because that would have been so obvious. Yeah, and I've seen enough of that with some of the comics and fan art in the fandom. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm glad they're like, no guys, Ronnie and Sid and Lincoln are chill with each other, they're, be they're best friends, they're buddies, and they all love hanging out with each other, so I'm just really glad they did that instead. And I hope this means that they're hinting at, you know, maybe in the Casagrandes we'll get more of these three together. Mm -hmm. I would love that. And then, of course, the other highlight for me is the Lincoln and Ronnie and Pranky Lori and Bobby comic. I absolutely love that. I guess that'd be City Trickers. That's City Trickers, that yes. I haven't seen anything from that one, so... 
Oh, dude, you have to see that one. It's so good. I mean, do you care about spoilers? No, I'm I'm going to be reading it in a couple of days anyway, so I don't care about spoilers. Oh, that comic was so great because it really gives you a lot of save the date vibes because like looking at Ronnie and we're like, "Oh, we're um Lori Lincoln decided to come to the city, which I absolutely love, like, because Lincoln breaks the fourth wall in that comic. It says, oh, Lori has a date with Bobby, which means I get to go hang out with Ronnie Ann. And after Horoscope, it's like, I love that even though, like, even though it's Lori has a date with Bobby, or his mom has a meeting in the city, Lincoln takes any opportunity to go to the city because that's how much he wants to see Ronnie Ann. Mm -hmm, it's great. It's absolutely great. Yeah, and so, like, they absolutely decide to hang out, and then Lori and Bobby go on their date, but Lincoln and Ryan are like, we're totally gonna prank them. It's like, that's so, like, really cute that they actually love, you know, spending time with each other, but also pranking Lori and Bobby, and then they also kind of make fun of Lori and Bobby being all mushy, and it gave me Save the Date vibes, because, you know, like, the first time that Lincoln and Ryan bonded was making fun of Lori and Bobby, so they know they actually brought that back and were like, oh, they were so mushy together. It's like, oh, they're still bonding over that. I think that's super cute. <laughs> but it's like when, again when you look at horoscope you're like oh my gosh they're making fun of Lori and Bobby being mushy but they're becoming even more mushy am I right <laughs> yeah it's like how ironic is that yeah and then of course at the end um they find this book that has Bobby's like dates in it where they're like oh we know where Lori and Bobby are going next and then they end up going to this restaurant and it, again it gave me horoscope and save the day vibes because I'm like and then Lori and Bobby at the end prank uh, Roddy and Lincoln by like throwing pies at their head and they're like, oh, it looks like you guys, you know, got your just desserts, you know? <laughs> like that was just great seeing the two pranking together. But like, you know, seeing Lincoln and Roddy at the restaurant together, I'm like, they've been setting Lincoln and Roddy up on dates so much in the show, like with Save the Day at the restaurant and Horoscope, there's a, there's a restaurant. And then they end up at a restaurant in this comic. I'm like... They're in, they're 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 at least intentionally trying to set like Iranian on dates. I think it's just kind of funny like that. Yeah, they know what they're doing. I've said that from the beginning. They know what they're doing. And then uh, I don't know if you've seen this one. It's from the Hector story. It's like it's called Gossip Guy. It's where um, uh, Hector overhears Ronnie in her room thinking that she wants to run away. Like, he's like, oh, no, she, she's saying that she just, she wants to run away. But then they find out Ro the reason that Ronnie had said that is because she and Lincoln were playing Minecraft together. Oh, I saw, yes, I saw that one. And I thought that was so precious. Like, I'm like, oh, they actually put in a Ronnie Kim moment in a comic that didn't actually need it. But it's like, like you said, they know what they're doing. It's like, they didn't have to do that. They could have Ronnie and, like, talk to anybody. It could have been Sid, could have been her city friends. But it's like, nope, she's playing Minecraft with Lincoln. It's so cute. <laughs> that, that was... I can't get over that one, like, yet. Yeah, it's like, oh, they are just feeding us that good Roddy King content. Like, again, after Horoscope, I'm like, I want more. And I was like, oh, yeah, Little Castle Lab's coming out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there could be two comments. But then they just throw in that Roddy King when it wasn't necessary, but they did. It's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I love I love them feeding us that good content. Let me see if there's any more that I've actually seen yet. Just looking at the table of contents. Okay. I don't think... I know that I've seen shots from Washed Up and the Masked Man, but I don't know which scenes I've seen. Washed Up is the one with CJ and Ronnie, and it's kind of like a Superman parody. Okay, I think I've seen one shot from that one. Kind of like, kind of like the episode we got before the hiatus, but different, different, 
different way it go, different way it going. Yeah, that was nice that they did Ronnie and CJ again because like I love like when we talk about R and the family, it was such a fantastic episode, and then though they paired those two up again was really good. They make a perfect pairing. I agree. Um, they care I, so much about each other. Did you see the one where it's like Ronnie was trying to avoid her family, like them doing stuff in her room, and she was like, "I want some peace and quiet." The Great Escape is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yep. I've seen a couple of pictures from that one. Yeah, that kind of just gave me like wicked vibes, where it's like, oh, her family's being like annoying, like the Lows, and she just wants some peace and quiet, and she's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she just gets down the roof. Um, or even the Loud House ones. I think you might have seen Little Lenny, right? Um. Yes, I did. That was so precious. Like that was the that was the Lenny and Lola story, which I think that's a great pairing. Like they should have had this ep- this this was like the one with Luna and Lincoln. Why are you making these comics like comics? Make them actual episodes in the show because like the Lenny and least the not Lenny and the Lenny and the Lenny and Lola one was just too good not to be an episode of the show because they gave Lenny backstory and showed little Lenny. I thought that was super duper cute. I feel like. If these get enough love, they will make episodes out of them. Oh, what about the Wanny comic? That one I can say I haven't seen anything from. Oh, that that was a good one, too. It was like where um, Wan and Benny were hanging out together, and then uh, Wan uh, finds out that Benny has this interest in, like, robots or something. So it's kind of like Racing Hearts with Wanny, where um, Wan tries to, like, you know, embrace Benny's interest, but then she tells him that she doesn't really understand his interest, and he's like, that's okay. Like, even though that we don't have the same interests, we, we could spend time together. It was like Racing Hearts, but with Wanny. Okay. You're just making me more excited to read this when it comes. Yeah, it's really adorable. Like, I'm so glad we got a Wanny comic because, like, like we had... I think Nickelodeon knew what they were doing because, like, we had Pimple Plan and, and Horse go premiere on the same day. And then they also premiered at the same month Live Le Castellau came out. So I think Nickelodeon knew exactly what we were doing planning that out. Oh, they do. And I know they have I, everything I, figured out. Yeah, I think JD told me that the Saluna comic, the, I think the one for the sixth issue, came out at the same time as Racy Hearts, which I didn't really remember, but I was like, oh, that's cool. But it's like, they know exactly what they were doing, especially because if they would have had Horoscope uh, premiere after Living La Casa Loud, it's like, oh, uh, Lincoln already knows it, but then he's also getting introduced to her in Horoscope, so that would have been kind of confusing. Yeah, they, they planned all this out way in advance, and it's so good. Absolutely. Uh, is there any other comics you want to talk about in there? No, I think I've we talked about all the ones I've seen so far. Okay, so when you do, I definitely say, Seren, you're going to love Lily Castellab when you, when you read it, because to me, it is the best comic they've done so far. All the, all the stories are so solid. The Castellab ones are fantastic. Like I was just so happy we got a bunch of Castellab stories in this one, because again, they divide it between Loud House and Castellab's, so I'm so glad they kind of like split it up and gave us some really good stories with that, so I definitely say you are going to love it. Oh, I don't doubt that I will love it. I know I will. And I probably will, since since I didn't get it in time to do this today, I probably will make a video on it next week. Sweet, yeah. I, I got the digital copy off of ebooks, but I was supposed to get my physical copy on Monday, but for some reason, Amazon messed it up, so I'm not getting my physical copy until Friday, which is like, everybody had, like, obviously all the people have the physical copy, and I'm like, I need my OTP now! <laughs> you know, I need the physical <laughs> copy in front of me, but I don't have it, everybody else does, Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
So yeah, that was a little bit cost allowed. Everybody, please go out and gather, whether you get the physical copy or digital copy, please support the comics because the comics are awesome. Like, I know a lot of people have the comics. I have every single issue of the comics, but a little bit cost allowed has to be their best one yet. So definitely support the show by buying the comics. And then, so let's get into our second topic, which is the Loud House and Casa Grande episode reviews. We're going to talk about the Loud House first. So the first one, epi- so the first episode we're going to talk about is Good Sports. And Good Sports is the episode where Lynn spends time with Mr. Grouse because they start bonding over liking sports together. And um, I kind of like this episode because it gave us more insight into Mr. Grouse as a character because we haven't really seen him as much of a main focus in a while since like season two with the Christmas episode. And to have him spend time with Lynn was kind of interesting because like she didn't, uh, bond with any of her other siblings with liking sports because it seemed like they weren't really as interested in watching sports with her. So um, it was kind of interesting to see her bond with Mr. Grouse. But what do you think about good sports? I loved I loved seeing, like, I didn't have any idea that Mr. Grouse was the sports fan of any kind. I just thought he was a crotchety old man. <laughs> so it was nice to see him kind of let loose, get, get in with, with Lynn and have fun. I haven't really seen that from him. Yeah, it was good to see another side of him. And, like, we got a little bit of backstory with him where, you know, he gave uh, the football to Lynn and then he said, oh, Miss uh, Mrs. Grouse would have wanted that. And I'm like, are they implying his wife is dead? Like, oh, that's so sad, you know? They were either implying she was dead or they were divorced. Yeah, I, well, with, with the way they handled it, I think it was implying that she was, she had passed away. More than likely, yeah. And speaking of passed away, let's talk about geriatrics. So geriatrics Uh-oh. Did... <laughs> so did the episode where Lisa thinks that Pop-Pop is going to pass away eventually, and so she wants to spend as much time with him. And I thought this episode was so heartwarming because to see um, Pop-Pop spend time with somebody else was really cool because we had the one with Lincoln and Pop-Pop in season two. And this just the way that Lisa loves Pop-Pop, it's like, oh, come here with Lisa hugs. Oh, that was so precious. It was just a really wholesome episode. Like, the, like there were some parts where, like, when she was trying to test out the new suit she made, Pop-Pop was kind of, like, dried a little bit. But I just thought this episode was really sweet. But what do you think of Jerry Antics? I thought it was probably... I've seen every episode at least once, and it's probably the most wholesome episode we've gotten so far. In really? terms of... Yeah. Why do you In terms that? of everything. Just the way it was different. It was handle very well like well more well than most of these more you know wholesome episodes they go for and it was just nice to see pop-pop was trying to get in lisa's head but it doesn't and it wasn't really working he couldn't get into it but he was trying to make her happy yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it was just really good seeing Pop-Up spend time with one of the other loud siblings that wasn't Lincoln's. And to know that Lisa really loves spending time with Pop-Pop. And to know, like, you know, Pop-Up told her, like, even though I'm probably not going to be around for a long time, let's just enjoy our moments together now. It was just, it's just like, really sweet. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about our favorite topic together, which is the Casa Grande episodes. 
So we had two episodes premiere. The first one was R in the Family, which is the episode where CJ wanted to, to be in the pirate show. He wanted to raise the flag in the pirate show. And Ronnie Ann did her best to try to get him into the show. But of course, there was like this really annoying kid that wanted to get in the show as well. And to finally have a CJ and Ronnie Ann episode in the Casagrandes is something I've wanted for a long time because we had that pairing hinted in Loudest Thanksgiving with them like, you know, doing the little soup cans together, the little soup can drive. But then we finally had an episode with CJ. CJ, which again, I wanted to see an episode in CJ because I do love his character, and to know that we actually had an episode with them together. And Ryan mentioned this on Twitter how they actually had a mention of the National Down Syndrome Society kind of play a part in this episode because, of course, CJ's Down Syndrome, which I think is really neat. They had some, you know, collaboration with that, with hinting at that topic because, you know, CJ really loves pirates, and I think that's a hint of him having kind of like a hyperfixation with that so and i want to talk about ronnie and his character in this episode of course but what do you think of r in the family um i loved it yeah i think one of the people in my server said it best to certain besides horoscope i don't include it in this but every episode that they put out so far manages to top the net the previous in some way and this one and r in the family managed to top not horoscope but the one before it in a very big way with the way it handled their relationship as family and showed how they work together yeah like i couldn't believe how great r in the family was in the episode because i'm like oh horoscope's the best casa grande episode they can't top that but then like r in the family happened and i'm like it's my second favorite episode of the casa grande zedex to horoscope like it was just perfect and like I just want to highlight Ronnie Ann at the moment because, like, her character growth and how much she cares about her family members is amazing to me. Like, the way that she, like, stood up for CJ, where that kid was trying, was, like, telling CJ, oh, I'm going to raise the flag. And she's like, you're not, you know what? You're not nice. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at her. Like, she really cares about her family. Like, she really wanted to get CJ in this show, and she was so determined. It's like, when she said that to that kid, I was like, man, season one, Ronnie would not recognize that kind of behavior. But now that she is grown as a character and really cares about other people to know that she recognizes behavior like that is like and to know that she really really cares about her family members is so amazing to me i love her character growth so much same and you know that kid that was being a jerk yeah i hate him with every fiber of my being <laughs> same year like he was being so rude but what's funny about that kid he's actually voiced by sprig from amphibia which is so funny to me what? Yes. I, I first recognized his voice, but I'm like, wait, I think I know who that is. And my friend told me, that's the same voice actor for Spring from Amphibia. And I'm like, oh, no, now I'm not going to look at that kid the same way again. <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't known that now. Yeah, because, like, uh... there's one episode of Amphibia where Spring kind of acts like that kid. And I'm like, oh, now I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. I guess when I start rewatching it, I've started rewatching Amphibia since I have Disney Plus and... And now I'm not going to see him the same. Yeah, me too. I, I was watching Amphibia 10 and I'm like, oh no, it's the kid that was making fun of CJ and R in the family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh... I also really liked the subplot with Carlos where he was like, you know, he was getting uh, dressed up as a pirate. They thought he was a pirate in the pirate show. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. They and knew. They were like, oh, you broke something. Here's this. Yeah. And also, I was, just, I was just watching it because they actually show we are in the family on TV right now. And the part where Ronnie goes, that's not fair. He cheated. I'm like, oh, she just 
cares so much about her family, but she's also still an immature kid where she's like, he cheated. <laughs> uh, Tattletale. Yeah. And CJ was just so great in this episode. Like, the way that he was, like, fighting the kid as a pirate. Like, man, like, CJ's so great. Like, I'm so glad they finally gave CJ focus in an episode. And I hope we get more CJ down the line. Because I know there was a there were two comics in Living with a with CJ. There was one where he had, like, a partner. And then, of course, there was the Washed Up comics. So, the, so to see that they're actually giving CJ more focus in the show, I think is really good. Yeah. And to get the Ronnie and CJ episode so quickly... Yeah, I was I was wondering what we were going to get, because, of course, I feel like they've been pushing Carl and Roddy in a lot lately, you know, with that with those two, especially with the ARC episode role model, and then, like, in the um, extended promo, they have Roddy and then Carl at the zoo together, so I thought maybe they were going to push the Roddy and then Carl bro TP more, but the nice, but the see that we're getting CJ and Roddy in, I think it's good that they're pushing that more, so hopefully maybe we'll see, like, because we had pranks for the memories with Carlota and Ronnie in, but most of us have agreed pranks for the memories wasn't really that good of an episode. I don't know what your opinion is on with pranks for the memories. That was the... Uh, I have to remember. I don't remember names well. It's the one where Ronnie and, and Carlota bond over pranks, and they prank the boys. Uh, that one was okay. I can't remember if I got to that one before the show aired or not. Yeah, it, um, it wasn't wasn't one of the favorites of the arc episodes. So I hope to see maybe we'll see Carlo and Ronnie in. But again, to have CJ and Ronnie in, that's one we've all been waiting for, and I'm so glad we got that finally. And that and the zoo episode, they were mixing that before yes. the hiatus, so that will probably come out first week of the new episodes. Yeah, because I remember when we got the sneak peek of Lincoln in the show, I thought we weren't gonna get that till like twenty twenty, but then they finally premiered it. I was like, I didn't know we were gonna get that so fast. So yeah, I definitely think we're going to get the Carl Zoo episode early in twenty twenty. Definitely. And then of course the last episode we have is Finders Weepers, which is the episode where Ronnie and Sid find this purse, this missing purse in the Mercado and want to return it. But then eventually they kind of give in and start spending all the money. And so I thought this episode was pretty good because, you know, it's Sid and Ronnie and nothing can go wrong with that pairing, of course. Put them in any situation, we'll absolutely adore Ronnie and Sid. I just thought it was a good episode and Maybell played an important role in this episode. We find out the purse belonged to her and she was kind of like, oh, now you got to do chores for me and stuff, which she you know, kind of reminded me of Lincoln and Clyde, like a clicking episode where, like, you know, they mess up in the end, they have to do something to kind of make up for it. So I just thought it was a good, ep- like, a, a nice little episode with Sid and Ronnie in. But what do you think about Finders Weepers? First of all, I hear bias. Oh. <laughs> I hear just a, l- a little bias. Can't judge. Bias of what? Lincoln and Clyde? No, no. The Ronnie and the Sid pairing. Well, I mean, it's Ronnie and Sid. You can't go wrong with those two, right? No, no, I'm just saying, there is bias, and I hear it. <laughs> well, I like Ronnie and Sid. There's nothing wrong with bias. You're on my show, you know. You're going to hear an entire bias episode, episode 10 of the show, so don't be calling me out on bias, man. You you walked I mean, right into this show expecting me to be biased. Oh, I, I can't, I'm not judging, because I'm biased too. <laughs> okay, alright, so again, what do you think of Finders Weepers? I thought it was good. Um, I still, I haven't really said this to anyone, but I really just don't prefer Maybell Maybell as a character. Hmm, really? Why? Too too bossy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I remember in a no-show when she was like, you know, bossing Roddy around the store. As somebody who works in retail, Maybell is the most relatable character in the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
uh, I hate I hate ballsy people. I just don't care for ballsy people. But other than that, I thought they did the right thing. Even though they did spend a hundred dollars, they ended up doing the right thing. Um, and I loved the um, Carl and Bobby bet. Oh yes, the Carl and Bobby subplot was fantastic. Like the ending where uh, Bobby, not Bobby, uh, Carl was like, "You might want to look at your sweatshirt to see Bobby like on the back of it." I just burst out laughing so hard. And you would think Bobby would realize that's my name, but no, no, he realized. I wonder where this Bobby guy is. <laughs> oh, Bobby, he's so he's so stupid, but I love him. <laughs> he's great. Did I know the guy who played? I know one of the voice actors for Bobby was in Big Time Rush. Yes. I can't remember which character. I know Carlos was a character in Big Time Rush, but was Carlos the dumb one in Big Time Rush too? I either him or Logan. I can't really remember, but I think Carlos was pretty dumb. So they didn't. He didn't cha- have to change much of anything. No, to be really. in, to be Bobby, and that's great. Yeah, like I kind of, we kind of talked. I kind of talked about this with some of my friends, and um, we're kind of conflicted on Bobby as a character at the moment because, like, I, I feel like he's been reduced to comic relief, and he is really funny when he can be. I mean, he's always been a goofball in the Loud House, but you know, ever since like they haven't really had Laurie appear in the show or even be mentioned in the Casa Grandes, it's like he's kind. Of, they've been trying to kind of explore Bobby as a character outside of Laurie, but. I don't know. Sometimes I'm conflicted on whether I like Bobby or not. Like, in this episode, I was like, oh, he's really funny, but maybe we got, like, with Star Wars, we finally got to see Bobby can be your, a leader, so I still kind of want to see that where he finally takes charge instead of still being, like, kind of like the comic relief, you know? Yeah, I can agree. And, I mean, I feel like they're gonna, they're they're saving up Bobby for something big later. Yeah. Because, again, like, we got Lincoln in the show first before Lori, so I know probably Lori will eventually come in the show in the Casa Grande. She, I mean, she has to. I don't know. I, I believe she will with this next set of episodes in 2020. Yeah. And, of course, Carl. Carl continues to be the highlight of the Casa Grande to me. Like, they, I, I again, bias for a second. I don't think they, 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 they have not messed up Carl whatsoever. I think he is still the best character in the show. Next to Sergio, of course. But I think Carl just continues to hit every mark when it comes to his character. Yes, I love Carl as a character. Like, genuinely. And there's one, thing... one, of, one of my favorite in the show. Yeah, me too. And, I, and there's one thing I do want to mention, which is like, a little kind of thing like it's more like a me thing where there's one part in finders weepers where you know ronnie and sid go to buy something at the 12 is midnight store and uh sid buys a waffle maker but then when they find out it's maybell who lost the purse ronnie's like oh wait but i don't even like waffles but then you're thinking to yourself <laughs> was it horoscope did it horoscope reference shell shock and all of a sudden it's like wait but ronnie made lincoln waffles in shell shock did she not like them then or is this just a now thing you know yeah continuity continuity was that it's like oh you just referenced shell shock in the last episode then all of a sudden you're like confusing us i'm like wait did rodian ever like waffles or that was just like a now thing i don't even know like i i'm just i like it's i know it's such a throwaway line but it got me thinking for a while about that where it's like oh maybe she didn't like waffles and just made them for lincoln because she cares about him or it's like I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I shouldn't be thinking about it that much, but yeah. Um, and then there's one other thing I wanted to mention where um, when they put up the sign for the lost purse, 
They don't even have a phone number on there. It just says, call Ronnie Ann. And I'm like, no wonder nobody called about it. How are you supposed to when there's no fun phone number on the poster, you know? Yeah, that was a that was a thing that bugged me the entire episode. But I guess they figured, oh, everyone knows us. They they know my number. It's like you're in a no. big, you're in a big city. Nobody's gonna know who you are, unless you have a phone book, which I highly doubt. But who even uses a phone book nowadays? No one, except maybe old people, like Maybell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that that was good continuity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, those were all the episodes that came out, and of course there's not going to be any new episodes of The Loud House and The Castle Grandes until next year. But I do want to talk about a little thing before we go, is some highlights of The Castle Grandes, because of course we're both passionate about the show. So with this year, with The Castle Grandes officially premiering, I want to ask you, Seren, what's been the biggest highlight for this show for you so far? I feel like the answer is obvious. That is? The hor- horoscope. The whole episode. I agree. <laughs> But t- tell us why. Why do you think Horoscope's been the highlight for you? Because we got to see every... First of all, the animation in that episode was beyond anything else the show's ever done. And I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I really look at animation for anything. How good is it? And second of all, we got to see the the awkward side of Ronnie and his personality, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm going to talk about more what went on episode 10 when I talk about the Ryuki relationship, but Horoscope was the highlight for me. Just, you know, being this fandom for four years, being invested in Lake Iranian as a relationship, and I never thought that the show would explore the relationship in a way that episode did. But and also getting Ronnie's feelings for Lincoln. I never thought the show would do that. And of course, like you said, the animation was fantastic in the episode. The facial expressions were great. The overall episode was wonderful. Like just even having again, Lincoln having Lincoln in the show so early on in the Casa Grande's episode eight of the show. Like I know they hinted that like you know having Lincoln in the show, but I didn't think we we're gonna get him this fast in the show. But then like to know that they're like, okay, we're actually gonna have Lincoln in the show and we're gonna have. Like, we're going to explore his relationship with Ronnie and her side of her feelings to him was something I never thought they would ever do, like, ever. So I still think Horoscope has been the best episode of the Casa Grandes. But, like, that's, again, that's biased, but you can argue with some of the other episodes. Like, to me, all the Casa Grande episodes have been solid. I don't think there's been a bad episode of the show so far. No, there hasn't. They just keep continuing to be great, like, honestly. I do wish that Horoscope was the... Full episode, a 22-minute one. Oh, man, that would be great. Like, I know we had last Thanksgiving where it was, like, the crossover episode, but if we got, like, a full-length, like, Loud House, like, Cuffed crossover episode again where it's, like, oh, my gosh, what if a whole, like, Roddy Kid 22-minute episode? I think all of us would, would lose it if that happened. Oh, yeah, we would. Every one of us would. But yeah, and then I want to ask you, for the future of the Casa Grandes, what do you want to see in the show happen in the future? Um, more Ronnie and Lincoln, more of all three of them together. Um, a episode, we haven't gotten this yet, but I'd love to see an episode or two just solely with Carl. No one else is base. No one else is a main character, just him. Ooh, that's a good idea. And, and um, more Ronnie and CJ. 
Yes, I agree. For me, of course, it'll be, of course, I do want to see more Lincoln and Ronnie in this show, obviously, because we all do. Um, Lincoln and Ronnie and Sid. Um, I want to see, um, I want to see more Carl and Bobby. I think that's a great pairing. Uh, a Carlota episode, because I feel like Carlota still hasn't been explored as much compared to the other Casagrandes. More Ronnie and Maria together. Uh, more Ronnie and Sid, of course. Like, there's just so much I want from this show, but, you know, we and we don't know what we're getting in the future. Like, the only thing I know about future episodes is that there's supposed to be a Bobby and Sergio episode coming up, so I think that'll be kind of fun, because Bobby and Sergio haven't seen, seen how to have this rivalry just like Carl, so to have an episode about Bobby and Sergio where it's like Sergio is a focus, I think will be kind of interesting, you know? Yeah, and that should give Bobby a chance to shine that he hasn't had in a while. Yeah, so it's like Star Wars. So, uh, yeah, I want to see Bobby and Lori, of course, if Lori shows up at the Casa Grande's. But, again, like like you, I do want to see more of, like, Iranian and all the other things in between. Like, there's just so much I want from this show already. But, like, again, having, like, Iranian in the show already, I've already checked that off the list. But I'm like, I want more from that. And I do want to see the three of them hanging out and being friends. And I do want to see more of Ronnie and City friends because we, we only got Samir in the show. And we've seen little bits of... Nikki and Casey and other things so to get all three of them with Sid I think it'll be good to have an episode like that with Ronnie and all her friends together because I know that mm-hmm. um I forgot to mention this Isabella did a Q&A on the Instagram story she did she did a takeover and I know she said that we were supposed to get more of Ronnie and skate friends like I still call them city friends but she said skate friends I don't know what the real um name of them they call them now but with the podcast there's supposed to be an episode with the skate friends and that'll be good but then she also said we're going to get more of of Roddy Ann's, uh father in the show so to see that maybe he'll finally make an actual physical appearance in the show where he comes to visit the family I'd love to see our thorough finally visit the family in the show I would too I really want to see we've only seen him like I would say 30 seconds in the entire show yeah uh, so I'd like to see him in an episode or two yeah, cause especially because, like, we kind of saw that, like, him and Maria's relationship is, you know, it's, it's kind of good because they're, like, even though they're split up technically, they still have a good, like, mutual relationship where it's, like, you know, even though things didn't work out, we're still kind of, like, friendly with each other. So to have them actually both, fit, uh, like, appear together on screen will be kind of interesting. I feel like it was mainly a, um, they split up because Arturo had to travel a lot anyway. I yeah. feel like that's mainly the reason. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I still think it's more like, to me, it was more like things didn't work out and they had to split or, like, some financial issues with that. Or even, again, like, Arthur wanted to go to Peru and pursue his career and Maria didn't want to move with the kids, so that maybe, maybe that's why they decided to split. We don't know that yet. We don't know the true uh, reason. They might never give us a true reason, but I'd like to see maybe they explore that eventually. Maybe, but it being a show with mainly a demographic for ages 2 to 11, I doubt they will. But again, we got croaked. An episode that explored the Day of the Dead, you know, like they actually yeah. explored that. But it, and it was a more educational experience for that, so I mean, anything's possible. Exactly. Just the fact that, with, again, they have a, the limit. Like the fact they have a single mother on the show, though, where it's like she's yeah. taking care of two kids for a while, I think is still really good because like, it's good representation of that. Right. And there's supposed to be an episode exploring Sid's family. Like, I know there's one episode where her mother's supposed to be be making a Korean dish, which is going to be kind of cool because they're going to, I guess, like, explore um, Sid's uh, culture in that way, too, besides the Casa Grande culture. That that could be... Throwing all them together could be a very interesting dynamic. 
Yeah, maybe we'll get a solo, like, Sid episode without, without Ronnie in, maybe, in the future. I don't know. I mean, there's the Casagrandes. They'll have to have Ronnie in there, but maybe, like, she disappears for a while and Sid does something on her own or something, because I think everybody would like want to see a solo Sid episode, because we all love Sid. Who doesn't love Sid? Yeah, and uh, just kind of a tangent I can go off on since we've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see an episode with the, both of those families together. Everyone. Oh, like, like all the the Changs and the Casagrandes. Yeah. Yeah, because like we've seen them kind of together before. Like in Face of Music, they kind of came over to watch the performance for uh, Hector's birthday party, and we've kind of seen them in the intro together and stuff. And even a little Casa Loud in the O two three comic, the the Changs were kind of there next to Sid and like a Ronnie, and so it would be nice to see all of those families kind of come together and have like an episode together. Maybe they'll have like a lot of Thanksgiving words like. The Casa Thanksgiving, but it's like the Casa Grandes and the Changs all hanging out. Yeah, that would be cool. If this show goes long enough, I I have a very good feeling they do that. Yeah, because we don't, we don't have any... I know Miguel mentioned there's not going to be any other holiday-themed episodes for the Casa Grandes. There was only the Halloween and the Day of the Dead episodes. But if we do get a season two, I hope maybe we'll get like a Casa Grande Christmas episode, maybe, or something like that. I won't rest until we get a Casa Grande Christmas episode. <laughs> yes, and like... We get to see, like, Lori and Bobby under the mistletoe and, like, Iranian under the mistletoe. Like, please give yes. us that. <laughs> I would love that so much. Even, like, in a lot of Thanksgiving, but Christmas. I, I like to see a Loud House episode, because it's supposed to be crossover episodes with the Casagrandes in Season 5. So maybe we'll finally get the Loud House Casagrande Christmas episode. Yeah, that would be cool. So, yeah, so having the cast like to, to wrap this all up having the Casa Grande's premiere and having this show overall has been such a great experience for for, for both of us obviously because we're both very passionate about the Casa Grande's and just this show has been amazing like all the content all the episodes everything that's come out for the Casa Grande's has been such an amazing time for the show to premiere I've been so thankful for the show to even exist in the first place and again no we're gonna probably gonna get we're obviously gonna get more in 2020 but what we're gonna get in 2020 we don't know yet but I'm sure it's gonna be just as amazing as it is right now for the show. Definitely. So, uh, Sarin, if you want to plug any social media right now, go right ahead. I basically, if you follow my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/SarinMusic, you'll find everything you need. I have it all linked there. So just go to my YouTube channel, subscribe. I have a lot of stuff planned uh, from not just for the Casa Grandes. I'll do a uh, live on the Casa Loud review once I get the book and can read through it. And I might do a video just for R and the Family since I love that episode so much. Oh, yes. And some other other cartoons as well. I definitely say everybody check out his episode on Horoscope because I love that video you did on Horoscope. It really inspired me to do episode 10 of the Lincoln and Ronnie story, which is going to come out after this episode. So I was really inspired because I loved you just overanalyzing that episode because I thought I was the only person out there that was going to do that. But to know that you did that and like all the points you made about Horoscope was like, I agree 100% on everything you did. So I'm really happy you did that episode. That was actually the first thing I've ever done in any scope of that for that that was the first thing i've done in that so i was very happy with it you did a fantastic job on that thank you so yeah if you guys have any questions about the podcast and want to discuss the podcast with me you can contact me over x sunny clips on twitter or casa grande chats on twitter and we don't know when we'll see you next time it'll probably be in 2020 but thank you guys all for listening and we'll see you next time on casa grande chats mm -hmm.